Welcome everyone to the Fresh Off The Screen podcast. This is your weekly podcast where two siblings get together to talk about all things relating to film, television, sometimes music, and a sprinkle of video games. If you want to support the show, please follow, subscribe, comment, rate, and all that social media mumbo jumbo. We also have our social media channels in the description below. I am one of your co-hosts, Aman Aman, also known as Aman. And on the other end, we have the one that needs no direct-to-TV adaptation, Harvey. <laughs> What's up, Harvey? It'll be a direct to theater for me when theater is actually open. Direct to theater. <laughs> well, I mean, this is definitely a topic that we will be we will discussing. So I thought it was perfect to kind of put it in there or just like a sneak it in there somehow. I know. How are you? Actually, you would you, you know you you would not want a direct to theater thing right now, especially considering that we won't oh. be in theaters for a while. So you would probably want a direct to TV thing instead. Well, I I think I think I think we aim it for the theaters, so you know you get the budget. And then yeah. you kind of go, oh, let's just release it on a streaming flat platform. That's perfectly fine with me. But at least walk if in If you had to choose one platform to release it on. If you had to choose one platform, what would it be? Netflix. Netflix, uh, yeah. Far. I feel like it makes sense. And, Most users. But can I be honest? Why? Like, apart from the content, uh-huh. what I've realized with all the different sort of streaming services that I've been looking at at the moment... Netflix, the user interface is the most intuitive. Oh, I agree. And the simplest. Like I find the next simpler, simplest one is Amazon Prime. But I still I still get annoyed with their seasons approach. Like at least now you can see all seasons when you click into a show. Like previously you had to go into a different section for every season. I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, I know I prefer for me Disney is like the second one because Disney is surprising a lot uh, better now. Yeah. yeah, see Disney I found issues with running it for a very long time. So like when I the yeah. first time I tried, tried watching Hamilton because it's like three three or some hours. Um yeah. about two hour mark, um the app started giving away, like the 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 screen, like it kept getting hung in the middle. And I've seen oh, that a course. couple of times. And I don't know whether that's a function of Australian internet, which it likely could be. Or yeah. the actual app malfunctioning, but I agree. Yeah, Disney's not th- that way. Disney's not bad. The one thing that that makes me really mad with any of these streaming things, streaming things, is if I have a show that I'm con- currently watching, right? So it goes continue watching. Yeah. When I click into that, I don't want you to go into and start playing it. I I like the Netflix version where you go into the show, you can see a summary of that episode, and you can go in or you can look at other episodes. I know it's such a first world problem to complain about, but it is a problem. I know. <laughs> I know exactly. It's a I mean, exactly right. I mean, and obviously, like I think, I think that's like the th- thing about like these platforms because Netflix has been there the longest. They've had the longest time to kind of work on it and fix it all up. Exactly. And like every, every other company, if you think about it, is you know still. I mean, Apple TV just came out as well. Amazon Prime has been there for a while, but. Like mm. Amazon for Amazon, it's a, it's a second tier thing for them. They have you know AWS, uh, the server exactly. server thing. They have Amazon, the shopping thing itself, and then it's kind of like Amazon Prime and, and Twitch and all that stuff, right? So for them, they're like, mm. okay, yeah, like whatever, it's there, you know. Yeah. But like it's it's place that Disney Plus and Apple TV, I think, will over time get to a point where they're really really good and on par with Netflix when it comes to the interface. But I also feel like. Every other company tries very hard not to look like they're copying Netflix, while we as a consumer don't care. Like obviously mm-hmm. you're copying Netflix. Like we know this already. If you if you if that screen looked the same, we wouldn't blink. 
In fact, we probably would have more fun because we already know how that screen works because we have Netflix. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I, I know, I know it's such a stupid thing. But yeah, Netflix would definitely be my choice. But well, the one thing I wanted to bring up before I forget is, um, have you heard the latest in Ubisoft news about the Star Wars game? Yeah, yeah, they're making it. They're working on a Star Wars game. Uh, so, like, I like we kind of we kind of brushed over it, but like Lucasfilm Games has been has been created, right, to kind of work with different mm-hmm. companies to make Star Wars games. And I, I think they're working with that mobile game studio called Zynga for a game for a Star Wars game. They're working yeah, with Ubisoft so for a Star Wars game uh, made by the people they, that made the Division Two, which I really love, which is a really great game. <laughs> I you the I Ubisoft think, one is going to be open world, right? Like yeah. um like Zelda or. So um, I'm going to warn immortals. you already, considering mm-hmm. that the team that's making this, um, it will be a game that won't come out on Nintendo Switch. It, so, it, so it won't be the same vein as Immortal Phoenix Rising, anything like that, just because uh, the team that made it made The Division 2, which was PC, PS4, Xbox, and obviously PS5 and Xbox, whatever. Uh, but it's like, you know, a first person, uh, like third person cover-based shooting game, which I could see translate really well. Star Wars, yeah. but because of how graphically intense it is, I I'm not sure it's possible. Like they, they can obviously like look at the Witcher three. If Witcher three can mm. run a Nintendo Switch, uh, you know I think any game can run on. But that brings me to another rumor that I've been reading, and I'm I've obviously mm. I haven't even brought this up on my own uh, gaming channel, uh, gaming show <laughs> called The Man Games. But there's a rumor going around that apparently it's almost like getting slowly confirmed. Even though Nintendo literally came out recently that they are not releasing a new console this year. That apparently mm. they are going to be releasing a Nintendo Switch Pro um, mm. towards the end of this. Apparently it was supposed to come out around March or April, but oh. because of, of the pandemic, it got shifted, it got pushed, yeah. and it might actually come out end of this year. And alongside that, apparently, obviously, this is like a mm-hmm. by end of this month. Apparently, again, I don't. This is grain of salt, right? Who knows if this is true? <laughs> apparently, they will announce Breath of the Wild two to come out end of this year alongside the new Switch. The news. Uh, I I kind of read something similar, and I also read that they didn't expect their sales to go up as much with COVID um, as yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. Um, so they really didn't want to release a new console um, that quickly because then exactly. the people who just bought a console won't be inclined to buy a new one. Like people like you and I, we've had our console since the Switch came out. When was this? 2017? So yeah, four years, us, four years now. Oh my God, it's been four years. So yeah, yeah, so it's been four years. So we wouldn't blink. We'll be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's let's switch. Let's get a exactly. Let's, let's get a new exactly. one. Exactly. I mean, you and I both have a four K TV. If if they have like a right. new one, which can play games like the Division Two and more graphically right. intense games and looks better, we're like, yeah, of course. We've had this for four years. <laughs> Give me a new one. I'm I don't mind. Oh, absolutely. Like my biggest my biggest issue with trying to play Witcher on this was I found the graphics very clunky. And yeah. knowing the background, I get that it's because they, they were not built for the conversion that Switch does to 4K TVs. They were actually built for yeah. um, Xbox and the... So actually, it, the Switch games look the best when you play them on handheld. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I'm, so, yeah. like, I'm very old school like that. Like I, li- I like to relax and play them on the thing. I don't see oh, the same. point. Of playing them on the handheld, uh, on just like yeah. a normal thing, um, but no, I'm looking forward to this. Well, okay, if the Star Wars one does come out on something else, I'm hoping I'll just I'll just visit you and stay with you for a couple of weeks and 
finish it. Yeah, no, time. like that's the plan. Like, you know, who, who knows? Who knows? By that time, uh, my my gaming channel, everything will be running at, at full cylinders, and I'll send you an Xbox or a PlayStation at that point. So you know, we'll, we'll figure that out later on. That then. idea. Talking yeah, of well, games, do you remember yeah. uh, you playing Last of Us? I remember yeah, it was you yeah, playing because yeah. I used to sit with you while you were playing it or whatever. I don't even remember when the game. This was 2013. So 2013, um, I was still like completing my university. You were you were in Australia at that time, and I was. You, I was. I must have been. Yeah, you were working at that time as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, this. I, yeah, I just yeah, remember then, being home for holidays, and you spent yeah. most of that time playing Last of Us and all the zombies. Exactly. And stuff. And I know, and, and obviously, back. like, I, I'm, I'm a yeah. big fan of The Last of Us. I love The Last of Us Part 2 as well. And obviously, I have some uh, issues with that, which we won't get into it here because I, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But, like, yeah, like, kind of, like, I, The Last of Us was such a, one of, the, one of those games I remember playing. I think you were there. I think Mom would also come in sometimes mm. to watch because it was, like, one of the first really engrossing cinematic games that has a very intense and tough story. And I was very surprised. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I didn't know games, you know, did this. <laughs> Right, right. And it was built really well. Like, even, like, I'm not one for a lot of fighting games or not even that. Like, zombie games were never really my genre anyways. But yeah. it was really interesting to actually even watch that. Exactly, um, yeah. But the reason I paused, and you know why I brought it up. Because there's yes, been announcements yes. this week. Yeah, so they, they uh, there was an announcement a while back that there's gonna, they're going to be making a Last of Us TV show with uh, the showrunner of Chernobyl coming on board uh, on on board sorry uh, to kind of work with the show and, and kind of bring it to HBO and it's, it's an HBO show as well which obviously has its own pedigree its own kind of you know <laughs> expectations that come along with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. obviously that was like really cool like obviously before we even get to the news my my thing I guess like the the topic that I wanted to bring up was like are are these are these types of video game adaptations needed for games like this like I play the last of us and it yeah. was a cinematic storytelling experience for me with, with what I experienced. And for me, I'm like, but okay, if you convert that into a TV show, like, I, I'm, I don't know, like, The Witcher, I get. The Witcher, 100% I get because The Witcher is a very, very, very long game. Like the first Witcher game, and, the second Witcher game, the third game. <laughs> and not only that, given the fact that I, I, I'm reading the books, the, the, yeah. the source material is so varied and so deep. That yeah. uh, you can actually see how much the showrunners with The Witcher had to mix and match and combine stuff to make it all simpler, simpler for us, but also yeah. still deep enough. Um, so exactly. I, I agree. But but with The Last of Us, isn't the story effectively, and I'm just talking like cliff notes here, um, that this guy is trying to take his, is, what, is it his daughter? He's trying to protect his daughter or something? And taking Look, I'm not going to say... I don't like again. Like I want you to watch the show either way because we're gonna talk about it. Of so I just I don't want you to, I don't want you to. No, no, I don't want me, to tell, tell you anything. Tell me the, tell me the IMDb, uh, uh, IMDb whatever the summary of the Last of Us game game. Basically, like uh, Joel is being who's being played by uh, by Pedro Pascal, which is awesome. Yes. Uh, and Ellie are two people not unrelated who basically just find themselves uh, in this <laughs> post apocalyptic world. And you know, there's a there's like a that's story it. that ensues after that. That's um that's all I'm gonna say because there's a lot of stuff that happens before and after that obviously I don't wanna like, you know, spoil. Yeah, but like yeah, 
uh, you know, like okay, it's, it's, okay. that's, that's the thing. It's great because I, I I've played the game and I love the game and I was like, wow, there's such a great story. And I, I streamed that game, uh, streamed the game mm. last uh, last year as well before the second one came out, and like I loved it. But for me, the same, it it just comes up because the game itself is let's say like around maybe eight to twelve hours or so. Maybe it mm. could be longer, like depending on how you play it. But if you mm. just stick to the story, it's not a very long game. So I'm like. Mm. It was already a pretty short experience in terms of a game, but now you're turning it into a TV show, and I'm like, wait, but and I was completely okay with them doing uh, like a spinoff, right, where it's The Last of Us, mm-hmm. but they're dealing with other things happening, other families, other people yeah. in that yeah. world, but they're literally dealing with the same people. So I'm like, dude, I know the story already, and like mm-hmm. I and we, it's already a cinematic experience, and I get why it's like this is my my issue with the whole thing is I we talked about this way back. I just feel like video game, uh, the industry itself, is trying to kind of elevate itself to the celebrity film Hollywood right, status, right. which I don't understand. Is. I'm like, for me, in my opinion, I'm like, yo, video games are way better. Like, I love video games. And for in terms of storytelling, like some of the storytelling that I've seen in video games, I'm like, movies and TV shows cannot compete. So mm-hmm. I'm like, do your thing. Don't, don't shoehorn... Keanu Reeves and Christopher Nolan and uh, you know uh, 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 Gal Gadot and everything all these people in award shows for video games where they're just giving an award I'm pretty sure none of them, probably some of them have never played a video game in their lives and they're giving yeah. an award for best game of the year I'm like why why do you need them but this is the thing right like that's how they think they're going to reach to reach more people but yeah but with with the last of us like the way the way the way i remember the first one right and obviously that was a long time ago it literally feels to me like a tv adaptation is not going to be much different to stuff we already have think about bird box think about um uh last no i'm saying last of us uh a quiet place yeah, um, I mean, even Walking Dead. Got, walking Dead is very a big influence. Walking Dead. Forgot yeah. about Walking Dead. But yeah. exactly, right? So you've already got a very fleshed out, as it were, concept of uh, a handful of people trying to avoid an enemy and getting from place A to place B, right? Yeah, exactly. Very simple, simple genre. Then why do we need to st- steal these characters? Like I would be fine if they cast Pedro Pascal in a whole new zombie series, which is like a newer, better Walking Dead. I'm, I yeah. would be fine with that. It doesn't need to be linked to Last of Us. It, look, in saying that, maybe they're just gonna add more, you know, more bits to it, more look, whatever. It's one of the reasons like they're making is game. Uh, one of the reasons making this obviously after seeing the popularity of the Witcher show, they're like, look, we gotta get on this train, right? Of for me, the, for me, the thing that I don't understand is like Last of Us Part Two just came out. Like they just mm-hmm. released Part Two, which does a lot to the story and adds and changes so much to the overall dynamic and overall story, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very big. Mm-hmm. And second part just came out, and they're like, let's make a TV adaptation. Sonic the Hedgehog film came out mm-hmm. after 20 to 30 years after Sonic has been out there. Yeah. And there has been no, like recently at least, there has been no big, awesome Sonic game or something that continues story in a way, which which kind of elicited this, like, hey, why don't we just make this into a movie? Let's just make a Sonic movie. Kids will love it. And that's what happened. People love the Sonic movie, right? Like, Wait, Isn't Last of Us on Hulu? Is that a Hulu adaptation? The Last oh, of Us? Who's, who's buying it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The TV. HBO, HBO. 
HBO. Like, see, it's not one of the mainstream ones. And I don't believe HBO is a mainstream one. So mm. I literally think they got a bunch of people in a room together to go, Netflix has The Witcher. Amazon's getting Lord of the Rings. And Amazon already has a lot of Neil Gaiman stuff and all of that. Um, mm. what, what can we do for HBO? Because HBO doesn't have any other major stuff. And I mean, HBO has his dark materials, as we talked about last week. <laughs> well, no, but his but his dark materials is based off. But again, it's based off a book, right? It's never based off. They don't have video game adaptation. They don't. Uh, first of all, I think it's it's hubris for these guys to assume that nerds only come in one shape or size, right? Like, yeah, isn't that what yeah. they're what they're aiming for? They're aiming for the video game nerds. You're telling me the video game nerd might not have read his dark places, his dark materials. Or yeah. a, 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 a video game nerd uh, doesn't actually have multiple subscriptions over multiple things. Like, it's very, uh, it's a very simplistic way to get fans, get more more people to subscribe. That's See, it. The Witcher, The Witcher did well because of the type. First of all, The Witcher, the game itself is very drama slash comedy slash you know procedural drama, all kind of mm-hmm. put into one, which is mm-hmm. kind of what the game was as well, right? Which mm-hmm. is why and it translated well. To a TV show because it got got in people that have don't have no idea what The Witcher is. The Last mm-hmm. of Us, just from the game, is so gritty, so like yeah. it's like Game of Thrones times ten sometimes. Uh, you know, in terms of the way it deals, and except with Game of Thrones, which was like this fantastical land with dragons and this and that, right? <laughs> this is like like dealing with real Earth stuff. And after what we just experienced in twenty twenty with the pandemic, it's like. You know, there's, a, there's like a post-apocalyptic, like a zombie kind of a thing happening, whatever, right? And I'm like, dude, like, this is not something that every, like, random person out there will be like, that, that was the thing about The Witcher, because everyone watched it. Just because they were like, mm-hmm. hey, this looks pretty fun. This looks interesting. But oh, someone sees The Last of Us on HBO, they're not going to be like, hey, I want to watch this gritty show about these two survivors and these people going through this thing on this journey. It's like, no, no. no. <laughs> people don't know why that. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a level of... HBO has HBO always has these really serious shows. Like HBO doesn't really do comedy very well, or it uh-huh. hasn't actually quoted comedy very well. How they got the Friends reunion special is beyond me, but yeah. they don't actually have a, a comedy uh, offering or, or anyway. So for me, this 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 show, this adaptation fits in with HBO's overall offering as it were like Chernobyl for example is a HBO thing right and it's very yeah. serious it's about a, a real life issue which I still have to watch by the way but um, it, again it fits into the overall aesthetic so I get why HBO thought oh this this will fit in perfectly but I yeah. have wonder whether Pedro Pascal has thought this through he's just getting typecast now as the guy who takes a young person and protects him or her to yeah. from other people like isn't how is this not Mandalorian but with zombies? I know, yeah. Tell me that. I know when, like they replaced Baby Yoda with with Ellie, and that's it. That's yeah. all they've done. Okay, the, sorry, Grogu. It's not Baby Yoda. That's mean. Yeah, nobody. I mean, like, hey, that's, that's like <laughs> we can. I think Baby Yoda is still accepted. It's still accepted as like a second name. But but, but like, but I mean, Brad, that's the thing, it, right? How is this not the same? How is this not? Yeah. Them going. Oh, of course he'll be great. He's already doing it for Disney. Let's get him here. But I think honestly, there, there were a lot of other actors that were uh, being considered. I know Marshala Ali was also being oh, considered really? for the role. Uh, there were a lot of people that would be considered, but I think Marshala Ali was the first choice. But apparently, yeah. the schedule didn't line up. And then oh. it got announced that Pedro Pascal was um, hired. 
for this. Yeah, I, I know. So, was it you who told me that they were talking about Hugh Jackman potentially? I think I think people wanted Hugh Jackman. Like people wanted Hugh Jackman or Josh Brolin. And Josh I, Brolin, that's yeah. good, good one. And I th- I think the thing is that both those actors are very much, you know, mm. like actors that are already in so many productions, so many things that are happening, like yeah. be it film or whatever. That I'm like, okay, like, like I don't know, I. I, I like to think that a lot of these people, especially like now with how big, big the video mm. industry has become, I like to think that a lot of them do kind of like t- like kind of take into consideration what's happening uh, in the gaming industry and are like, okay, you know what? There's a thing called The Last of Us that looks pretty cool. Oh, you know what? What is this yeah. Fortnite game that's becoming popular or something like that? You know, like I would yeah. I would hope that. But in all honesty, I think Hugh Jackman and Josh Brolin have no clue like what any oh, of this I, is. I don't think those guys are... Gamers or anything. Actually, you know who could have been who would also have been good, um, and I will remember his name because I have forgotten now. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, he was yeah, also yeah, yeah. Killmonger, right? He would have been really good. Like I don't think he gets as much uh, as like even Marshala Ali. He's in a lot of things, but I don't think he's still become as mainstream or he's known that well in mainstream. And I think he needs that. He's such a and, uh, Michael actor. B. Jordan uh, for for this role wouldn't work mainly because they need someone who's like in their forties or fifties. What about Viggo Mortensen? That that's what I thought as well. Good. Exactly, I agree. But see, oh that's what I'm saying, gosh. right? Like again, Viggo Mortensen is, is pretty big, but like yeah. I think like that's what that's what I'm thinking in my brain because I feel like sometimes um, I think Henry Cavill got in The Witcher because he literally asked for it because he's like, "Yo, I'm Henry Cavill." I mean, Mission Impossible. He tried to audition Superman. for it before they were yeah. auditioning people. He literally went thing, and right? set up a meeting with the showrunner, and the showrunner's like, "Dude, I don't even yeah. have a script. Come back later." I mean, that's what I'm saying, right? That's how that like, and that's why he got the role, no problem, right? For this one, they were literally like, "Hey, there's this show called The Last of Us, whatever," and like, yeah. you know, and you can tell that obviously no no actor was coming out being like, oh my God, I love this game. I want to play this thing, right? You know, Viggo Morrison wasn't coming forward. Hugh Jack wasn't coming forward, which is why they're like, okay, who do you think could be good? Let's audition this, that. And they're like, okay, we found Pedro Pascal. He's the one. You know, so it's just a little different, but like you're saying, Pedro Pascal, I think in the end, when I imagine my brain, I feel like he could be the perfect Joel. No, I think he could. I'm, I'm not. I think the casting is perfect. Look, casting is great. If they bring something new to the show, great. I might watch this show because of Pedro Pascal. Mm. But personally, I'm not a big fan of the zombie genre, and I am a gamer. So I am. So the technically, genre they're not zombies. Game. They're called clickers. So, like this is. This is literally what the, um, I think the game producers and the directors, whatever it said at one point when people kept calling them zombies, they're like, no, no, they're not zombies, <laughs> they're clickers. <laughs> All right. The, 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 the non-human people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a very big fan of that genre. So it really depends on what it cinematically looks like, really. But yeah. you know what? It is. I think I, 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 was, I, I was excited that he's getting so much mainstream love. Like, that's great because he's a great actor. Um, but well, actually, uh, but yeah, but, but then you've got other shows coming out as well, which are also mainstream. There's so many shows coming out. Have you ever realized how many shows are coming out? I know. I mean, now they're just churning it out and then cancel them after every three seasons. (laughs) Right. Um, I'm, I've lost count of how many geeky shows are coming out. Actually, that's the word I should use. I'm looking forward to Andor. That is going to be amazing and i can say that without even watching it oh what is andrew i've never heard of that you 
not. They are making a, a, a show called Andor Oh, the Star Wars. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Andor. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so excited. Like, obviously, because Diego Luna, again, is another guy who never got so much mainstream props until Narco. Yeah. But um, that what I'm really looking forward to. Because, yeah, you know, no, okay. it's, it's, Disney's gotten the shows sorted. Let's say it that way. Exactly. The movies, I mean, and, and- I, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, like, that's the thing that we're kind of talking about, like, in terms of, you know, just, like, video game adaptations and, and just adaptations in general. And I feel like yeah. there has to be, like, a line drawn in terms of, like, you know, whether or not something needs to be converted to a show because sometimes it just becomes a thing of, like, okay, how do we make money off of this? And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, not not all shows, everything or everything works, you know, <laughs> in this instance. But it doesn't need to be. And that's where it's coming. I think, look, I think video, you're right, video game companies are trying to become the superstars um, which is, you know, good for them. They're getting a lot of mainstream love, but they were already getting a lot of love. Like gaming was already like an $80 billion industry or something, right? So yeah. um, it's not like they were not getting a lot of money year on year from so exactly. many people. Um, I mean, movies, it's, a, it's a money most yeah. profitable um, entertainment industry at the moment. Exactly. So like with the movies and TV shows, like look at Netflix, they turn out like 10 things, cancel eight um, yeah. Amazon and HBO are riding the coattails of everybody else and just trying to snap up whatever they can by paying through their nose. It's yeah. it's, it's not like movie theaters are losing money by the hordes. The movie yeah. producers are losing money right now. But gaming, hell, gaming soared during COVID. So it's, it's like yeah. a recession-proof industry. Exactly. So um, they they don't need to try so hard, but I feel like they, they it's 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 that mentality of we need to be in the public eye if it's not gonna you know make. A I mean that that's the thing, right? It's funny because like it's like like the gaming industry sometimes acts like they're like the underdogs, but it's like dude, you're not the yeah. underdogs. You're the champion right now. Like what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, act like the champion. Act like those people yeah. who are uh, who can you know who don't have to run around after the people saying, "Oh, use my game, please." No, you don't need yeah. to do that. It's like voice actors, like they should be treated like the same as celebrities and not like, like uh, what do you call it? The, the Uncharted movie that's coming out with Tom Holland, yes. right? And like, yes. and for me, I'm like, I'm like, for me, Nathan, Nolan North is like the one that was always like the voice actor that did, mm-hmm. uh, that did Nathan Drake's voice. I'm like, he, for me, was always Nathan Drake and that, and that game. And like, for me, then like, you know, all of a sudden now, every time there's like a thing, gaming related, they'll bring in Tom Holland. I'm like, I'm like, why did you never do this with Nolan North? He was the original voice. He was literally the face of the of the game, or whatever, for a while. Mm. But like, it's not like you ever put him everywhere. But oh, Tom Holland, oh Spider Man, let's put him everywhere for this. It's like, yeah. dude, like this makes no sense. You kind of forgetting. No, but, like we have great like actors and stuff, you know. But not only that. Look at them thinking ahead, right? They they want somebody like Tom Holland so they can t- they can tie him into a three four movie deal, right? If it actually yeah. gets to that. Um, but then you have, you have really great actors like Nathan Fillion who, who actually went out and campaigned to get this this role. But they yeah. would never have hired him because, look, he's in his, what is in his late 40s, early 50s or something? Um, yeah. And they would, have, they would have gone, no, he wouldn't be able to do such a long movie. Plus with, with Tom Holland, we can start with the origin story or whatever. I mean, hell, yeah. they're making another version of the crappy, um, oh... Uh, what's her name? You know the Lara Cro- the Lara Croft movie. They're making Tomb another Raider, yeah. one. 
the yeah. Tomb Raider. And with the, with the same actor, with Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Alicia. yeah, and and I hated the first one she made. I hated it. It was the stupidest you know, it's, movie made. Uh, this is a cool trivia, actually. A cool like thing to bring up. It's funny because Alicia Vikander, I think she's married to Michael Fassbender. Yes. And both of them yes. have been in video game adaptations. <laughs> yes. So he was Assass- yeah. in Assassin's Creed. She was in Tomb Raider. Maybe they had a conversation. I, They're like, hey. I have a video game adaptation coming up. I'll be like, me too, let's do it. <laughs> you know, no, like, shit, that's not good. I think I read somewhere that she was supposed to be in Assassin's Creed. She was supposed to have the role um, that. Oh, the Marion Courtois had? Yes. Um, or something like that. So they were supposed to work together in that, but they didn't, or whatever. But I think they met separately okay. or another something. But, but actually, talking of Assassin's Creed, that was a good movie. Why the hell are they not making another one of that? I love uh, that it, movie. Oh. So money wise, it it they, it didn't do like well at all, and like U- Ubisoft is very like risk averse after something fails. Like if something fails, they're like, okay, cut it, done. <laughs> I but actually but, uh, rewatched that the other day, and I forgot how much I liked it the first time. The problem is that they need to do a better job of editing that film because the the film did have some really yeah. good parts. They need to do a better job of editing that film. I think they can definitely reboot it. And in my opinion, Assassin's Creed is a is a is a series that is perfect for a TV show. Because it's not meant to be a film. I think that's something that... Because the game itself... Because the game has started like way back in like 2007. And even now, there's parts of it that continue. So having a TV show makes sense. Rather than having a movie, two-hour movie, then okay, wait for four years or three years. Two-hour movie, it's like, like, no, just make a TV show. (laughs) Isn't the video game based on the same premise where you've got this person who is a descendant of... In an animus, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you go, and then you're reliving the memories to find things or whatever. So yeah, and yeah you know, you're right. Like every season could be a different person. And you know who was the the voice actor for the first game? Uh, it was yeah. Nolan North, the same guy who who did the Uncharted stuff for oh Nathan my Drake. God, that and guy does a lot of things. Yeah, I you know he's like he's like the best. He's like the Al Pacino of voice acting in in in, in video game industry. Oh, and then wow. on on top of that, Assassin's Creed the first game in 2007 also had Christian Bell as uh, the person that works on the animus. Seriously, that's amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Bell off the Frozen. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's but like see, that's what I'm saying. It's like I just wish the gaming industry just took itself like, yo, we're the champs, rather than being like, oh, please come here, please join us, please. <laughs> yeah, like no, you don't have to beg. You have they have so much yeah. stuff, and 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 you're right. Assassin's Creed is one of those things which could be amazing on screen can you imagine if it got the same treatment as the witcher and the exactly. money as the witcher like it could be amazing so i, I could be games. wrong i could yeah. be wrong but ubisoft has a, a series called splinter Cell, which i think i've played with you in a couple of times like the stealth game and i think they're working netflix is working on a tv show for that and if i'm not mistaken if it's a film or if it's a tv show it could be either or uh, i believe tom hardy is on board to play Sam Fisher, who's um, the lead for Spinner Cell. On top of that, there's a Metal Gear Solid game coming, uh, movie coming out, uh, which which is really popular. Metal Gear Solid. I'm probably gonna stream that or something as well. But it's a very popular game. Uh, spans five, six games, like lots of games. Um, and mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac is playing Solid Snake, and he championed it. He's actually a gamer. He cha- he was in an oh. interview for some Netflix film, and it was yeah, being yeah. being done by IGN, and they brought it up. They're like. It, would any of you want to be in like a, in a gaming thing, whatever, uh, or whatever, something like that? And no one said anything. It was like Ben Affleck was there, other people, no one said anything. And Oscar <laughs> Isaac was like, hey, I would, I want to be in Metal Gear Solid. Like, he just like, literally said it. I was like, see, there you go. He's a gamer. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, but that's, 
and that's amazing. I actually just I actually just looked up. I was like, let me see if I can find a list of everything that's in development right now. Borderlands. Yeah. They're yeah. making Kevin a Hart. version of Borderlands. Yeah. They've got Kevin Hart, Jack Black. They've got a lot of people. I don't okay. know what the division is. That's the people um, that are making the um, uh, the Star Wars game that we just talked about. Oh no, but there's a, yeah. oh, that's the game. But that's coming exactly. out. The version of that is coming out on Netflix. Then they're doing Final Fantasy as a TV series. Okay, that uh, makes sense. Halo. We knew about Halo. Like I've heard of this yeah. one, haven't I? Um, yeah. Just cause. Ooh, I don't know what that is. is. The Last of Us, we just talked about Minecraft. Really? Okay, that's not... I don't think that's needed. <laughs> I don't that's think a Minecraft a film or whatever is needed. Weird? Okay. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, that's the Oscar uh, Isaac one. Okay. Monster Hunter? I think there was one already for this one. Yeah, so that already came out. That was the one with Mia Jovovich. Yes. I've seen so that. that. that already no, came I haven't out. seen that. Uh, we know about Mar- Mortal Kombat... Mm-hmm. Um. Well, Pokemon doesn't matter. That's Super Mario. Super no. Yeah, they're making Super it. Mario. Uh, it's being Brothers. made. No, but but no. this Super Mario uh, thing is is an animated film or whatever being made by the people that made Minions and and uh, this figure with me. Okay, that that's fine then. I'll take yeah. that. So so I I, I, I trust Illumination. Uh, whatever the production is, <laughs> they do a good is job. Yeah. Okay. No, I I understand that. I think I I'll I'll take I'll take that. But um, okay. On side note, is it weird that every time you say illumination, I hear it in the minion's voice? But yes. yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I just I just imagine them saying banana or <laughs> something like that just all the time. Oh no. Okay. So there's another one called Without Remorse, and Michael B. Jordan is in this. Oh, what is? I've never it's heard that Rainbow, game. Rainbow Rainbow Six Siege movies. Oh, okay, Rainbow Six Siege, okay. Tom Clancy books, Rainbow Six yeah. and Without Remorse. No, I'm, oh, I'm a big fan of Rainbow oh, Six Siege. I've, I've, I, love, I love Rainbow Six Siege. I play the game a lot. Like, I, on my streams is what people know. So, yeah, like, oh. Michael B. Jordan being in that, perfect. See, there you go. Because he is a gamer. He, he was in the PlayStation 5 ads and playing Call of Duty and stuff like that. So, he's a gamer. Borderlands? I've heard about this one, yeah. haven't I? So, we talked about Borderlands Yeah, I, I, Borderlands is a, is a great game slash series, um, like, there's three games. And they've got a lot of people I, on board. I don't know if this uh, counts, but Carmen Sandiego, San Diego, they're making a live action film. Yeah, there's only a TV show on Netflix. Uh, I forgot the one yeah, that no, it's, it's the, with the one that plays Jane one. the Virgin. Yeah, yeah. Gina, Gina Rodriguez, but she's in yeah. the live action version as well of the film. Oh, okay, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so that's really good, isn't it? Fallout. Yeah, that was already out. I thought Fallout was already. Oh, maybe that's new. Uh, no, so the game they they made games, but it's interesting. Let's see how, what they. But see that that's thing. A lot of them are still like iffy. Like, uh, is it happening? Whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. like stuff is still in production. Uncharted is the only one that I know for for example is supposed to come out this year, and then yes, yes. Borderlands is the next one that seems like they're very very serious about this. <laughs> okay, um, it was announced in January twenty nineteen. The Screen Gems will develop a film version. Of Just Dance. Why? Oh and my how? god. Yeah. Please explain this to me. This is just not this even is needed. Not like, this is what sense. I'm telling you. This is why. Like, that's this the thing. Is they just. not needed. I, it, this is kind of like the Angry Birds film that came out a while back, right? It's like, why does Angry Birds need a movie? This makes no sense. Those films were actually weirdly hilarious. But, see, but like, like, it's still, right? For me, it's like, oh, they're like, oh, let's make a Tetris film. I was like, I'm like, like Angry Birds film doesn't need to be Angry Bird. It could it could be called anything else. 
and have the same premise and be like, oh, it's a funny movie. But they put Angry Birds. I'm like, why would you? It's just trying to use that name, which makes no sense. Monument Valley. Paramount oh, that was a pretty Pictures. good puzzle game. That was a good one. That was hard. Yeah, you know, you know what? Since we have like ten minutes left, you know, one one thing we should definitely discuss about is some someone mm-hmm. that probably won't be in any adaptation that you have in the future <laughs> is uh, is Chino Carano. Chino Carano. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm saying that name correctly. Uh, but Carano, yeah. you know, she was obviously in in the Mandalorian. Uh, what was the character's name? Cardoon. Okay, so like Cardoon. Like, so she's uh, been officially recently kicked off because of comments or before because of well, things that she wrote. Theoretically, she co- was not supposed. Theoretically, she was not hired for season three yet, so she hasn't officially been oh, fired. But you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So basically, if there was any possibility of them bringing Cardoon in for the season three, mm-hmm. they basically like she basically ensured that. That's not gonna happen. I I I'm struggling with that a little bit. Like uh, yeah. yes, and I'm not like I'm not struggling with the decision. I get why Disney did what they did. Yeah. And I'm not going to go in and say whether it was the right or the wrong decision. But I find it very hard like a lot of people have gone, we should um, you know, we should uh we should separate the artist from their beliefs. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But that only happens if the artist never shares their beliefs, never use their platforms to uh, to talk about things they personally believe in or to, yeah. to wade into a political arena. Um, if an artist chooses to do that, then the artist should be fully, you know, okay to take uh, the consequences of that. Yeah. It's not like we're living... 10 years ago where the political climate was very moderate. This is a very, very supercharged environment, especially in the US. And for somebody who is that famous, that popular, somebody who was getting interviewed all the time, especially because Mandalorian season two just finished and everybody was so excited, so happy. So, you know, everything to use that platform. And, you know, at the end of the day, Disney did what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you and I, like when it comes to political stuff, we don't we don't discuss that or we talk we don't bring it up here. Like that's not mm. what this what our platform is about. And like yeah. this was obviously like very it was very interesting. Like just to kind of see this because you know there's part of it or there's there's a side of it where people are like you know kind of saying that hey like w- like this is a little too harsh. Maybe you know reprimand her. Maybe like uh, you know tell her that okay she can't work on season three and maybe she can come back on season four. Uh, you know, maybe they should have done something else. But uh, like at the same time, with the with the climate that we're in, with the political climate where we have both sides, mm-hmm. all these sides, just so ready to just be angry uh, at one mm-hmm. another. You know, I feel like it's also the responsibility of these celebrities that have this platform that are this popular to kind of realize that hey, and uh, from my understanding, the, the thing that she shared recently, which we won't talk about on this thing, just because you know, there's no need mm-hmm. for that. Um, Apparently, the thing that yeah. she shared recently, she ha- shared similar stuff, if not not exactly the same, but like a- around the same kind of like views or similar stuff in the past. And there was no issues before. Right. Mm-hmm. So it has to be, you know, it was just a tipping point. Maybe Disney has talked to her. Maybe we don't know all this. Right. Yeah. But I'm just trying to look at both perspectives. I understand for the people yeah, that are, course, are, are saying that, hey that hey why don't we talk to her why don't we kind of figure this out why don't we, this is too hard at the same time on the other end what if Disney did talk to her and be like hey like can you stop can you please not do this because uh, Disney at the end of the day will also worry about their image right for them like she's a she did a great job when it comes to her acting and, and, and her stuff in the in the show but at the same time 
if people are messaging them, if advertisers are messaging Disney, being like, hey, why is this person saying this stuff like that? Disney will be like, okay, we're going to remove it because they have, to, they have to worry about their bottom line. That's it. It's that simple. So No, but Disney my, is also yeah, go ahead. very, the most PC. Disney is one of yeah. the most PC studios ever. Ever. Yeah. Like they are, they are the most, like that's why you don't see a lot of other, even Fox stuff on Disney Plus right now. Because I don't think they've yeah. made up their mind what they're going to do with it. Um, and, yeah, yeah. and that's what it's, it's what it is. Like, it's not any other studio that might come out with, with, with more words. Like they, they, their, their response was simple, straightforward. This is what's happening. Move on. And they yeah. don't like courting, uh, any sort of, um, criticism, any sort of scandal. And this was getting like the fact that it, it, you see one article, you know, once every few months or something. Like literally yeah. every other day, there was one more thing about something else that happened. And yeah, as uh-huh. you said, we're not here to judge, discuss what she was, she what she's bringing up or talking about. But it's, um, I, I mean, I, I'm still back at, um, yes, I, I, I fully understand that artists, if you want to keep your personal life private, you have full right to do that. We should not be intruding in your life. But when you go out and you court it and you tell people, especially knowing the police, like, I don't think she's stupid. I, I don't think she yeah. is. I think she's a very educated person. So at some stage, when you're saying something that you think might offend, we think twice in our brains as to whether we want to do that. She made the exactly. decision to go out and say it. And exactly. I'm sorry, we, I, I'm sorry, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the part of the population that's not happy with what Disney's done can say that, oh, don't, don't do this. Why? Just because people found out about it? Yeah. They, uh, Disney, uh, all these studios have to have a line somewhere. They have to have, they have to set precedence. Now, no, exactly. of course, the reality of that is people are not going to go out and say anything. Yeah. So it's not, it's, if you share your views, you risk people getting offended. If you don't share them, nobody knows what you actually think. And like, I mean, obviously, like, I, I, I like the, the thing that always keeps on bringing it up is about like being censored and, and, you know, like, oh, like if you're not able to share your views and stuff like that, it's just like, I think uh, the, the, the thing I keep bringing up or I keep reading about in a sense, again, like obviously anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, is that like she obviously has been vocal about stuff for a while? Yes. Right. It yes. was it was just this one, and it this one was obviously like again like I'll just kind of like hint at it, not bring it up too much, but it was related mm-hmm. to something you know that happened in World War Two and stuff like that, and relating yes. to certain parties. I mean, I'm gonna let you like be the judge of that, and you can obviously look online. Uh, it's pretty easy to find at this point uh, concerning mm-hmm. what happened, right? But like you can't like the thing is like it's it's when you bring up stuff like that, it's also disrespectful to those people, to those families. And I think the problem is that she it's okay to share your views, even though people might think it's not. It is okay to share your views. But when you share your views and you compare something that's happening today, where basically people are just like either on Reddit or online saying stuff to each other and being censored or this or that or hate online and whatever, and you compare yeah. to something that happened in World War II, my opinion, at least, and I'm pretty sure my sister will agree with this too. In my opinion, that's pretty disrespectful. Like that's yes. a little, that's crossing the edge over a little bit. But again, like, like I said, if you want to uh, do your thing and and talk about it that way, that's fine. But it's just, just be respectful. And if you thought that way, just why why post it online? Why talk about it? <laughs> no, but that, and that's, and that's I, I absolutely agree with you. It's not that similar sentiments from other people have not courted 
um, scandal, have not courted people saying, well, that's that's incorrect, or you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't say that. Well, if that's the case, then as back to what I was earlier saying, she's not stupid. She's well-read enough to know what's happening out in the world. So then if you've gone and you've said something that you that you know will start this, you're doing it yeah. for the attention. You're doing it for the scandal. Yeah. Well, then, I mean... Uh, I, I think people need to take responsibility for their actions. And it's it is, that's why there's, there's a very clear things about what people should talk about in the workplace, what they shouldn't talk about in the workplace. And yeah. this effectively, her workplace gives her access to this media. Her workplace gave her access yeah. to that platform. Then her exactly. workplace can choose not to give her that platform anymore. That's all it is. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, for me, I'm like, okay, if you have people in your group with similar views, mm. then mm. just make like a separate group on Instagram or something and just send it to them. It's just like you're, yeah. you're choosing actively to put it to the public. Then I'm like, okay, if you put anything out to the public, the same way how you and I put out the shows, same way how I do my streams or YouTube videos, when I put out to the public, I'm ready for any criticism that I will get because that's how exactly. it is when you put out to the public. So in this case, if this is the criticism, if the criticism was loud enough, right? What do you mm-hmm. think will happen? Like there will be some backlash from it, which is what happens when you put out stuff in the public. It's, it's good and bad. There's both sides to it, right? But this is something that we all know. So for me, it's always interesting when we've gotten this far, where we are in 2021, and someone does this, and someone, like, you know, it's like the meme with the Pikachu face being like, what? How did that happen? You know, it's like, what do you expect? This is a known fact. This has happened to so many people. But also, like, going going back to, going back to all of this, this is not new. This has been happening yeah. for a few months. So... Yeah. It raises a very interesting question as to um, at what point do you actually reprimand somebody or you say something to somebody? Or again, as you said, we don't know whether something happened in the background or not. But how do we know that something did not? They just figured, oh, it's a one-off, we'll move on. Oh, it's a one-off, we'll move on. Oh, it's a one-off, nobody cares about it. And keep going to the point where it empowers people to say something which just tips over. You know, like that's exactly what happened. It just tipped over so massively. Exactly. That exactly, right? I, I think, was surprised. I think, so for the first article yeah. I read was a few weeks ago. I didn't even know this was happening. But when I read it, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't very happy. But I was like, well, that's not a nice thing to say for anybody. But yeah. Um. But the fact that it had now got into that much mainstream that it was popping up everywhere, yeah, it tipped something over. Is what it is. Yeah. No. Exactly. And I think it's just it's just a lesson of of like you know how people should use their platforms and. Obviously, if you have a platform where you talk to your people that have similar views and stuff, that's completely understandable, right? But when you're in the public forum, like, this is the thing. Like, I'm like, if you're, like, it's very different when you're someone that built your, um, because there's certain YouTubers, certain people online that kind of build their whole thing on, you know, having these kinds of views or having certain views mm-hmm. and whatnot, right? Which is like, fine. That's like, you're kind of connecting to people have the same kind of views and you have your own outlet to kind of talk about it. But like, when you're someone that is not involved in that space and you're like in a Disney TV show, you're in the Star Wars universe in a Disney, like very family friendly kind of oriented thing. And then you're talking about this stuff. It's like, okay, look, maybe you need to rethink about where you want to be in terms of your life. Like she was a, a UFC fighter before, you know, now she's going into acting. It's like, okay, look, if this is, if this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to use your platform, maybe, maybe shift towards politics, maybe go into politics, maybe kind of, you know, be the change you want to see. Do that stuff, right? You can't right. be in one industry and then do something from another industry and then 
then be like, hey, wait, what? Why can't I? Why can't I do this? Like, no, like, look, there's certain rules that when you enter this industry, you and I, being immigrants, we also know there's mm-hmm. certain rules when we enter another country in terms of how we behave, all that stuff, right? This is a true exactly. fact with any immigrant, exactly. right? We're not, we're not like, no, we don't care. We're going to do our th- own thing. We're like, no, we're respectful. We're being respectful yeah. in terms of what is in front of us. So it's just for me, it's always interesting when I see people who have such a great thing. She's in a Star Wars uh, show, which is arguably the most popular show, one of the most popular shows mm-hmm. out there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, to, to squander all that, just to kind of associate two things that are completely unrelated, one thing mm-hmm. that was horrendous, which happened in World War II, and one mm-hmm. thing which is literally talking about people who are, you know, <laughs> just getting mad yeah. at each other because they're on the two different political spectrum. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> but, is that, but exactly, but yeah, it's, it's what it's... If if you want to use if if she felt so comfortable going out and saying saying all of that stuff right saying things and I'm sorry like deleting tweets when people say oh I didn't mean it in that way I'm gonna delete it 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 annoys me on a deeper level because I'm yeah. going how come you didn't think about it ten times before you hit post yeah. right how come you didn't think about it like I am not a famous person nobody nobody knows who I am. Even I think twice before I post a tweet. Yeah. So these people who have millions and millions of followers. And again, you are in a position to influence people. You're in a position to influence children and youngsters and teenagers. People who are just forming parts of themselves who don't know who they are yet. And yeah. there's a level of responsibility that these people need to have. Just like we, 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 we call for action on YouTubers who may post something that's not fair, that's not right. Actors have even more of a social position in that case. Because people yeah. follow you. They think you guys are amazing. Nobody knows what happens behind closed doors. Then you exactly. have a position to either educate yourself or shut up. That's it. Yeah. If, if you're well educated, if you're not go, if you're actually well read, and what you're saying is the proven truth, great. You cannot cannot use this platform to forward fake news, forward information that has proven false, and yeah. it's it's just it's irresponsible. So I don't know obviously, what Mandalorian I mean, is gonna be next year. So we'll see yeah. how the show. I mean, obviously, like I like I I brought up obviously you know I like both of us we. Like I said, like we obviously you can kind of judge from from the way we talked about it in terms of how we feel about it, but doesn't mean that in any way. Like like I said, like for me, I'm I'm very much like this, this stuff is always like left out. You can see from all of our shows uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to the political stuff, we don't we don't we don't care to get into that. That's our business. That's how that's what I believe in, and like mm-hmm. I, I feel like everyone should honestly do that. If you believe in in certain part, in certain things, left right, do your thing. That's all good. That's all yeah, you. Look, We're allowed to kind of follow our thing. But at the same go, time, like I like we said, what you believe, st- yeah. stick to what you believe, do your research, learn about it, and go and make a difference in whatever way you think you can. Exactly, that is it. And I think like politics yeah. shouldn't be this divided. Politics was always there to help people, and ideologies are called ideologies for a reason. Like everyone can't think the same, or we won't be who we are. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, this turned into a little bit of a politics show at the end, but uh, know, thank right? you so much, everyone, for joining <laughs> us today. It really means a lot. Uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely do this again. I mean, we'll, there's so much to talk about when it comes to TV shows and films, and I think you and I just didn't catch Wonder up Vision. enough. Yes, yeah, exactly. Wonder Vision as well. So I think, 
hopefully hopefully by next week we'll be caught up we'll have yes. more stuff so we'll have a lot more stuff to talk about which should be good thank you so much harry for joining i hope everyone enjoyed the show uh please email us anything you want to discuss anything you want to talk about we're very open so please anything if you didn't like something today if you'd like something today please email us at fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com that's fresh off the screen podcast at gmail.com all the links will be in the social all the links will be in the description below so please check that, check that out so thank you so much harvey thank you i will see you next thanks. time thanks bye see ya